From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today's debate is a theatrical showdown of two impressive acts. It's the ultimate battle of artistry versus agility. Let's hear it for puppets versus acrobatics. We've got creator, comedian, and writer K.P. Parker ready to prime the pump for Team Puppets. Come on, everybody. Let's give a hand for puppets. (laughs) And actor and writer Monica Lumba is here to advocate for acrobatics. Stretch, stretch, jump. Booyah. (laughs) And here to judge it all is Indra from Minnesota. Indra has been playing violin since she was five. She did a TEDx talk last year and practices a type of Indian classical dance called Kathak. Hi, Indra. Hi, Molly. So happy you're here. (laughs) So, Indra, I want to hear more about this TEDx talk. What was the talk about? So the talk was about my imperfect success. That's what the name of the talk was. And it was about a couple of experiences during my freshman year that changed my perspective, one of them being a show I did. What was the show? It was Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the musical at Children's Theater. And I played um, Shirag Gupta. So I played a little boy. So I had a wig and everything. (laughs) Yeah, it was a fun time. That's so cool. So what was it like being in a professional theater show like that? Um, it was really cool. The The community is so uplifting there, and everyone's super sweet, and they're just there to support you. And I made some, like, lifelong friends there, so I'm very thankful. Super cool. And can you tell us more about Katak? Yeah, so Katak and theater kind of go really hand-in-hand. Hand. It's kind of cool that way because Katak is a storytelling kind of dance. Um and so there's we do storytelling dances and technical dances and yeah. Cool. And so is there like a particular move in that dance that you like a a step or a signature of it that you particularly like to do? Ooh, that's a good question. There's I like all of it. I really like how flowy it is. It's very um satisfying to watch and I think my favorite part is probably the footwork cuz there's some cool. very intricate footwork. So, you're very comfortable in front of an audience. Do you have any advice for our debaters today? Don't hold back. Oh, excellent (laughs) advice. Will Indra side with KP or Monica? Who's to say? Indra, are you ready to judge today's debate? I was born ready. Excellent. Before we dive in, let's review the rules of the game. Every debate consists of four rounds of argumentation, the declaration of greatness, the micro round, the sneak attack, and the final six. After each round, our judge Indra will award points to the team that impresses her the most, but she'll keep her decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. Mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org, and vote for whichever team you think won. All right, KP, Monica, and Indra, are you ready? Oh, yes! (laughs) Then it's time for the Declaration of Greatness. In this round, our debaters will present a well-crafted, immersive argument in favor of their side. Then they'll each have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statements. We flipped a coin, and KP, you're up first. Tell us what makes you passionate for puppets. And now, we proudly present KP and Chippy! (laughs) 
Instead of just telling you why puppets are number one, I thought I'd show you with a dummy act. You calling me a dummy? You're the one talking to a stuffed doll. Wow. Anyway, I'm KP, and this is my ventriloquist puppet, Chippy. He's a regular chip off the old block. Which makes you the old block. I'm ignoring that. But you can't ignore puppets. We've been a part of religious rituals and theater shows since the ancient Greek and Egyptian civilizations. That's right, Chippy. And there are so many different kinds of puppets. Marionettes controlled by strings, shadow puppets made with hands and a light, finger puppets, sock puppets, stick puppets, puppets in all shapes and sizes. But puppets are more than just great entertainers. They're also excellent educators. Because puppets are great at holding your attention. Phew! Glad one of us up here can do that. Sometimes puppets get information across even better than a teacher. Because puppets are fun, they engage kids' imaginations, and they seem so real. Because I am real. Right, you totally are real. Research shows puppets are super useful classroom tools for inspiring creativity, getting people to cooperate, and starting discussions. And just think about how much kids have learned from the puppets of Sesame Street. Those fantastic fabric friends taught generations all about numbers, letters, and music. You know, Ernie and I are related. How can puppets be related? We're cut from the same cloth. Anyway, one of the best parts of puppetry is making the puppets. You can make a hand puppet out of a single sock. Great idea, kids. Go steal socks from your parents' drawers and glue on paper eyes and mouths. They'll love that. Cool it, Chippy. But it's true. You can make puppets from old clothes or even paper bags or stuff around your house. Puppets are arts, crafts, and recycling all in one. And puppets can also help people express themselves, like me. Just the thought of facing this huge audience gave me jitters backstage. Yep, without me, you'd get so nervous and tongue-tied, you'd be more of a rag doll than I am. Talking through me, you get to be louder than you normally would be. And funnier. Yeah, I guess. More charming, more likable, much less awkward and cringy. Okay, we get it, Chippy. Jeez. Teachers and psychologists have actually found that talking through puppets can help shy people come out of their shell. They feel safer expressing themselves if the puppet is doing the talking. I've seen this firsthand, too. When I was teaching puppetry to middle schoolers, there was one kid who was great at art and loved anime, but he was super shy in class. All that changed when we started building a puppet together. We had all these scraps of curtain to make something with, and where other people saw just scraps, he imagined the scales of a mighty dragon. And he led the class in designing and building this magical beast. When it came time to show off the puppet to the rest of the school, he was front and center parading it through the halls. Wait, was it a dragon? Or were they just dragging it around? Woof, Chippy. It was a colorful, life-size dragon that took five kids to make, walk, talk, and roar, which is another reason puppets rule. They bring fantastical creatures to life, like the Muppets, Yoda from Star Wars, even Lion King the Musical, where animals sing and dance on Broadway. That's all possible with puppets. So from entertaining us and educating us, to inspiring us and helping us express ourselves, puppets really do it all. I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you, thank you all. And a big thank you to my assistant, KP. Assistant, ugh. <laughs> Chippy, KP, a dynamic duo indeed. <laughs> Indra, what stood out to you about KP's declaration of greatness? 
Oh man, I really loved all those puns. (laughs) (laughs) I like the cut from the same cloth. Um, I also like the part about coming out of your shell. I was so shy Mm. when I was younger. And that's kind of what theater did for me. So that resonated with me. And the mention of theater. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was really funny. Awesome. Okay, Monica, it's time for your rebuttal. Tell us why puppets should kick the bucket. You've got 30 seconds and your time starts now. Okay, you mentioned loving theater. What is more theatrical than acrobatics? Um, Oftentimes, playing with puppets is in your living room. And it's with old socks, stinky. And if you're making with new crafts, it's not exactly eco-friendly. Now, there are some cool things about puppets. But there's even cooler things about acrobatics. Like, you get to make real-life friends instead of talking to... (laughs) a sock. (laughs) Also, I'd rather express myself in using my body than just my hand. KP, would you like to respond in any way? I don't want to give her the satisfaction. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Monica, I know there's lots more to say about acrobatics, so please tell us why acrobatics should automatically win. Hello, boys and girls of all ages. My name is Dudley Franklin, ringmaster of the Franklin Circus. You know us for our awe-inspiring performances that amaze and astound. Which is why I'm here to suggest that you don't come to our circus this week. All of our acrobats are out of town at a convention. Which means the only performances we have are clowns and puppet shows. Don't get me wrong, clowns are great for about 15 minutes. More than that, and you're just staring at a 40-year-old man in big shoes whose cries for help are made by honking a horn. Not only that, puppets are pretty boring when there isn't an acrobat flipping in the background. So until our acrobats return, maybe just steer clear of the circus. I repeat, all we have are clowns and puppets. Wow, who knew circuses could be boring? (laughs) Well, acrobats knew. Acrobats have been the stars of circuses and festivals for thousands of years. In Europe in the Middle Ages, contortionists, jugglers, and tumblers would entertain royal courts. In ancient China, acrobatics were performed as part of harvest festivals. And in ancient Greece, entertainers often performed acrobatics with live animals. Step right up and watch the amazing Hercules. Wow, is Hercules the acrobat? No, it's the horse. Jerry is the acrobat. Ah! Holy cow, that acrobat just flipped off of that horse. I mean, Hercules. Acrobatics is defined as any performance of human balance, coordination, and dexterity. Man, if only there were some sort of acrobatics conference where every form of acrobatics were on display. Oh, wait. Hi, I'm Tina Franklin, head speaker at this year's International Acrobats Convention and sister of circus owner Dudley Franklin. Every year, our convention absolutely ruins my brother's circus. And you want to know why? Because we're the real entertainment. Watch classic acrobatic feats like flipping off a bull, horse, or even an elephant. 
Want your acrobatics a little more vegetarian? Then watch a contortionist, a special performer who can bend and twist their body in amazing and unusual ways like a human pretzel. Why not hang, spin, and fly off the ground on some silk fabric, a hoop, or a tightrope? And we don't just have entertainers here at the International Acrobats Convention, we've also got world-renowned Olympians. That's right, acrobatic skills are also seen in the Olympics. You can get a gold medal in acrobatic gymnastics at the Youth Olympics. That's the hip, cool Olympics for teens who are really athletic and probably don't even play with puppets. Acrobatics is also a great form of exercise. It works almost every muscle group and demands intense focus. Imagine the muscles you use in your shoulders and arms when you dangle down 19 feet off the air on a line of silk fabric. Or think about the flexibility you need to do the splits. These things can help you be stronger and more capable in life. Like, oops, I dropped my water ball and it rolled under the desk. I'll just lift it up easily and do the splits to grab it. No problem. Acrobatics is also just plain fun. Even if all you can do is a cartwheel, a wheelchair spin, or twirl, there's nothing like the rush of feeling your body whirl through space. Even the littlest humans can do it. Oh, look, it's baby's first steps. Wow, now look, it's baby's first somersault. And now it's baby's first backflip. Wow, what's going on with our baby? That's the great thing about acrobatics. It's so multifaceted that anyone can participate at almost any level. So whether you're a beginner, seasoned performer, or competitive athlete, acrobatics is ready to help you push your body to the limit and astound the world around you. Monica, amazing. I could really hear you doing those acrobatic moves. It's a podcast and the really could picture it in my mind. So impressive, so athletic. So Indra, what stood out to you about Monica's declaration of greatness? Well, I definitely agree that acrobatics are super cool. It's so cool to watch them do those tricks. I don't even understand how it's possible. And I like that they could put they can do it with animals. I didn't know that was possible before yeah. that. So that's that's kind of cr- especially a horse. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Very and cool. the Olympics and the all ages. I liked the baby doing the backflip. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Excellent work. Okay, KP. It is time for your rebuttal. Tell us why acrobatics are just not pragmatic. You've got 30 seconds, and your time starts now. I mean, addressing first and foremost puppets being boring, I've never heard something so ludicrous in my life. (laughs) You can make a dragon, a troll, a giant, a lion, and you can see those up close without the fear of them eating you. That's pretty interesting Mm. to me. Circus also, it's a rare event. You're going once a year, maybe. Puppets can be used all the time on TV shows, on movies. You can use a puppet anytime. There's also an artist's vision behind each puppet. You see what they were thinking and the unique things they're pulling out and creating. Rather than. Oh, Oh, man, I can tell you it's so much more to say. Uh, Very valid points, but sometimes you have to, like, look inward and just be like, what makes me more excited? You know, like going to the circus and acrobatics. So um, sometimes you just have a gut feeling. 
Indra, you've heard it all. You've heard the declarations of greatness. You've heard the rebuttals, but now it is time to award some points. We want you to give one point to the declaration of greatness that you liked best and one point to the rebuttal that won you over. You get to decide what makes a winning argument. Did one team's jokes make you giggle? Was another team's logic to die for? Award your points, but don't tell us who they're going to. Have you made your decision? I have made my decision. Wonderful. Monica and KP, how are you two feeling so far? I'm feeling good. I checked in with my gut. It was nice that Monica said that, and I still know I'm right. (laughs) I'm feeling really great because I worked out this morning and stretched. Like a true acrobat. It's time for a quick break. Grab your felt and markers and your chalk and spandex. And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. You're listening to State of Debate, home to raging rhetoric and awe-inspiring argumentation. Hi, debate heads. I'm Taylor Lincoln, here with my bestie from the Westie, Todd Douglas. Hey, Tay Money. You'll never believe what I overheard at the soda shop the other day. Soda shop? What year is it? Two workers were gossiping about summer sales. The drama. And one was using a whopper of a logical fallacy. Those are debate no-nos that make your argument easy to defeat. Let's listen in. All right, Betty, I'm going to head out for the day. I'm beat. Okay, but you might want to take an umbrella with you, Jeannie. Oh, yeah? Is it going to rain? Probably, but not what you're thinking. Is it going to rain something else? Oh, yeah. Every summer when our sails go up, more bird poop falls out of the sky. Oh, no, my perm. Just run to your Thunderbird as fast as you can and try not to get hit by a flying splat. But, Betty, what do our ice cream sales have to do with bird turds? Well, the more ice cream we sell, the more birds poop on unsuspecting ice cream enjoyers and employees. So all I'm saying is... You gotta be careful out there. Oof, Betty just used a correlation fallacy. That's when you think one thing causes another, but the relationship is actually totally random. Right, and even though the soda shop sales do go up in the summer, when there are more tourists in town, there are also more birds around in the summer. And more birds means more chances for flying splat as they say, but one doesn't cause the other. Phew, because I love ice cream, but I don't love bird poop. I'll remember that for your birthday. See you next time on State State of of Debate. Debate. Smash. Boom. Best. You're listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, Indra. And we love getting debate suggestions from our listeners. Take a listen to this zesty debate idea from Nyla. Hi, my name is Nyla, and I'm from Tampa, Florida. And my debate idea is lemons versus mines. I wonder which side would squeeze a win out of that debate. We'll check back in at the end of this episode to see which side Nyla thinks should win. And now it's back to our debate, puppets versus acrobatics. That's right, and it's time for round two, the... Micro Round. For the Micro Round Challenge, each team has prepared a creative response to a prompt they received in advance. For KP and Monica, the prompt was babysitter. 
Each side is interviewing for a babysitting job, and it's up to each debater to tell the parents why they are the perfect candidate for the kids. KP went first last time, so Monica, you are up. Tell us why acrobatics is perfectly equipped to care for a child. I'm a perfect babysitter because, drumroll please, I'm an acrobat. Now, let me ask you, how many little cherubs do you have? You know what? It doesn't matter. The more, the merrier. I can balance 10 plates with sandwiches and chips for lunch and swing from room to room so I can have eyes on all the kids at all times. No screen time? No problem. I'm better than TV because kids love watching me walk on my hands, juggle bananas, and swing from lamp to lamp. Scientists think movement helps kids' brains, so they'll get a brain boost learning to balance and tumble with me too. Kids thrive with routine and structure. That's why they'll love training with me. They'll beam with pride when they learn to do a handstand and balance a chair on their head. Unlike when you make a puppet, which leaves you feeling empty inside with a messy living room and glue everywhere. Boring! And finally, do your kids love chalk? Well, I have tons of it. Literally every day I put it on my hands so I can hang. Yeah, acrobats can sing too. (laughs) Very impressive. All right, KP, it's your turn to spell out why puppets are proficient at babysitting. Hello, hello, down here. I'm Pickles the Hand Puppet. I'm green, I'm jolly, but I'm definitely not a giant. And I know you're probably excited to see me, but shh, the little one I'm babysitting is sleeping. Not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. I get tons of babysitting gigs all over because of my small size, friendly attitude, and how I keep things safe. Because safety is my middle name. Pickles Safety the Hand Puppet Von Smurfin. Yeah, it's Dutch. Why do I care so much about safety? Well, I'm a small hand puppet, so I'm extra aware of large dangers that could squish or hurt me and the kids. Same goes for fire and sharp objects. Honestly, there's a lot that can hurt a puppet, so I keep a close eye on all potential problems. And my eyes are made of ping pong balls, so yeah, they're pretty huge. But also, your kids want to have fun, and I get that. Duh. I'm colorful, soft, have funny voices, and sweet, goofy dance moves. Ooh, 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 ooh. If you're a parent worried about too much screen or TV time, have no fear. I'm a walking, talking entertainment system. I sing, tell jokes and stories so these kids will forget all about their iPad. And after a long, safe day of fun, I always lend a listening ear to the kid I'm watching. Research suggests that children see puppets more like a friend than an adult, so I'm able to connect and engage more than many other babysitters could. Oh, I hear the kid waking up. You know what that means. Time for the best day ever with Pickles the Hand Puppet. I got to get Pickle's number for some babysitting later. For sure. If you could hook me up with that, KP, that would Mm -hmm. be excellent. Thank you so much. Okay, Indra, what stood out to you? What did you like about KP and Monica's micro rounds? Okay, at first I noticed they both talked about screen time and Mm. entertainment. I think that's a big thing in today's society. 
Um, I liked the voices and I liked the tiny little, I was imagining this like itty bitty puppet, like just seeing like, like a massive human walking towards me like, danger, danger. Um, and I also think that acrobatics, babysitting would be fun. Like if I had someone who was just like a contortionist that just came totally. to watch me. Be very I would, entertaining. I would, yeah, we'd have a blast. Good point. They're both excellent babysitters, I think. But... Indra, you have to award just one point. Ah. So again, the criteria are completely subjective and completely up to you. It could be the babysitter you'd rather book for your little one. Maybe someone snuck in some facts. Someone made you laugh. Someone made you think. Whatever it is, it's up to you. Have you made your decision? I'm still thinking. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's hard to decide who your babysitter is going to be. Okay, I've made my decision. Wonderful. (laughs) Then it's time for our third round, the super stealthy (laughs) sneak attack. This is our improvised round where debaters have to respond to a challenge on the spot. Today's sneak attack is called sentence by sentence. Debaters each get three sentences to build a story together that is about both of their sides. We're asking for a little teamwork. You're going to go back and forth, sentence by sentence, until all six sentences are used up and the story is complete. Debaters, are you ready for your sneak attack? Let's do it! So we're going to start with KP. Let's hear your first sentence now. There once was an energetic, athletic princess that wanted to go on a mission of her own. But... She didn't have many friends, so she decided to take along her friend, Rippy, the puppet. (laughs) As she as she wait as she approached the first mountain, she knew she'd have to get creative to get on her way up. So she did a bunch of cartwheels until she reached the very very top. Whoa, whoa, whoa! She did so many cartwheels that she had a headache. But luckily, her puppet friend was along for the ride. Once they got to the top, they took a picture. (laughs) (laughs) Taking the picture put them in such an odd pose that they started to tumble down the mountain together. Oh, no! And they would have been lost if the princess didn't know exactly how to get out with a back handspring aerial. (laughs) (laughs) She landed perfectly upright with two hands in the air. But oh no, her puppet had flown off into the river. She walked home crying. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, a melancholy story Mm -hmm. really took us on a journey. A a, a Russian story. Yeah, it's like the Hans Christian (laughs) Andersen's before it got Disney'd. Oh, man. Yeah, it was sort of interesting how KP was talking more about acrobatics, it seemed like, and Monica was talking more about puppets. Yeah. Teamwork. Real Switch teamwork sides. on display. All right. So this is going to be tough to make a decision because they work together so well, but Indra, only one of them can get a point. Please think about which side impressed you the most and award that fourth point. Have you made your decision? I've made my decision. Wonderful. Then it's time for our final round. The final six. In this round, each team will have just six words to sum up the glory of their side. Okay, Monica, let's hear your six words for why acrobatics is the movement with the most. Okay. Use your body to soar high. 
Nice job. Final answer. <laughs> Final answer. Locking it in. Okay, KP, it's your turn. Tell us why puppets are so praiseworthy. It's unique, energetic entertainment for all. Oh, very nice. All right, Indra, it is time to award a final point for the final six. Have you made your decision? I've made my decision. All right, tally up those points. Are you ready to crown one team the Smash Boom Best? Yes. All right, drum roll, please. And the winner is... Puppets! Oh, oh man. my God. Let's bring out Chippy. <laughs> Come on, Chippy. I couldn't have done it without you. Thanks so much. I'm so happy to finally be a winner. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's true. You had two people That's on a your lot team. Of help. Yeah. <laughs> you had a lot of help today. Pickles can't be here because he's babysitting. But oh, he, that makes sense. I mean, he was such a big part of the team. <laughs> oh, beautiful. So, Indra, was there a moment that really decided things for puppets? I think it was the last. The final six words, because it was all tied up until then. Wow. It was. It was a tie. Oh, my gosh. This was as close as it could be. <laughs> Monica, you gave such a full picture of acrobatics. I'll be honest. I thought it was maybe just flipping around, and you showed me that there's so <laughs> much to it and how fun it could be, and it made me really want to jump out of my chair and give it a go. So you're very persuasive, and you're very talented. And beautiful. <laughs> Aww. KP, I think you're such an amazing competitor, and I really appreciate all the details that you brought to this debate. And I don't think puppets are boring anymore, and I think they're exciting. And honestly, I could use a friend. <laughs> Can Chippy offer some comfort to Monica? Uh, I would love to give him away. He has been annoying me. <laughs> and that's it for today's debate battle. Indra crowned puppets the Smash Boom best, but what about you? Head to smashboom.org and vote to tell us who you think won. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and APM Studios. It's produced by Molly Bloom, Anna Weggle, and Aaron Waldesalasi. We had engineering help from Josh Savajo and Mingxing Tigua with sound design by Anna Weggle. Our editors are Shayla Farzan and Sandin Totten. And we had production help from Rosie DuPont, Anna Goldfield, Ruby Guthrie, Mark Sanchez, and Nico Gonzalez-Whistler. Our executive producers, Beth Perlman, and APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavati, Alex Schaffert, and Joanne Griffith. Our announcer is Marley Foyerworker-Otto, and we want to give a special thanks to Austin Cross and Taylor Kaufman. KP, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout-out to today? My fabulous comedy group that I'm in all the time with Monica Lumba called Best Actress. Excellent. And how about you, Monica? Any special shout-outs? I'd like to give a special shout-out to my mother-in-law, Jeannie Weggle. And how about you, Indra? Do you want to give any special thanks or shout-outs? I think I'd give a shout-out to my family and specifically my little puppy, Imre. Aw, baby. <laughs> Before we go, let's check in and see who Nyla thinks should win the lemons versus limes debate. I think lemons would win because... They're used in more things to help you get over your cold or sickness, such as tea. If you're between the ages of 13 and 18 and you'd like to be a judge, or if you're any age and you have an idea for a knockdown dragout debate, head to smashboom.org slash contact and drop us a line. And make sure to subscribe to Brains on Universe on YouTube, where you can watch animated versions of some of your favorite episodes. We'll be back with a new Smash Boom Best Debate Battle next week. Ta-ta-ta! Ta-ta-ta!
<laughs> I think I'm going to start over. <laughs> okay. I think we're going to strike that from the record. Redo. Redo. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. 